I can't remember a time in my life where someone hasn't hated me. From a young child, I was labelled too loud, too wild, too much. Somehow, despite it all, it has never fazed me. Don't get me wrong, of course at times my ego has a pity party, but it's always been short-lived and the judgement of others has only fueled me to be even louder. I've survived childhood abuse, eating disorders, heartache, homelessness, substance abuse and everything in between. Join me as I dive into it all and hopefully my rambles can encourage you to be your most outspoken self. Let's get controversial together. Hey guys and welcome to another episode of Outspoken with the Controversial Queen. This is a late one so this is going to be a short episode because I am super tired It is 10 past nine at night when I'm recording this and I had every intention to film this, record this, sorry, all day, but it's just been craziness. We're coming up to Christmas time and I swear the week before Christmas, the days just go so fast. I'm so behind in everything, but I'm very determined to really stick to something. I I often find um, if I slack off with something just in the slightest bit, then I completely lose interest and I do not follow through with something. Um, so even if I bring to you a short episode, I'm determined to bring one out every Tuesday. And what I wanted to talk about today um, is touching on having more than one baby daddy. Um, this is an insult that's slung to me at least twice a week at the bare minimum. Sometimes it's daily on my social media. There'll be comments, um, especially around the times that I do a child support video, there'll be comments of, oh, she's got, you know, kids to different dads, not one of them stuck around. You know, what does that say about her? You know what it says about me? That I've had sex with more than three people, like big whoop-de-fucking-do. So I actually did a blog on this. I'm going to read that blog out and then Um, just give a few little opinions around that matter. So I wrote this a few years back um, and this is like one of the blogs that I started to get really open and raw and vulnerable about. So I've always been an open book on all my social media, but um, for a long time I still was a little bit reserved in some of the things that I would say or that I would share. And, you know, having Morrison and having a third baby daddy really brought me out of that shell um, because there is this huge fucking stigma having more than one baby daddy as if you know those women are the dirty you know pieces of shit to society uh, we don't even bat an eyelid for these men that have you know several children to several different women it's always the woman that's the piece of shit so anyway let's dive in as I've said before I'm really bad at reading things out aloud, um, especially when I don't have my glasses on. So bear with me for any mistakes. When I found out I was pregnant with Morrison, my gut dropped. The fierce loving mother in me was excited and amazed, but my ego, my ego was scared. Sure, I was scared at knowing I would be raising three alone. Morrison's father and I were having problems. And by this stage, I knew we wouldn't be the happy couple I had once imagined. But that's not what crippled me with fear. What crippled me the most was how society would judge me for having three children to three dads, especially given that I put my life out there so publicly. It's certainly not what I had envisioned when I was growing up and imagining my life as a mother, but life never seems to go to plan, and gosh, did it take me a long time to accept that little burst of knowledge. I'll admit, at one stage in my life, I would have heard three kids, three dads, and thought awful thoughts about the mother too. 
I guess I can't really blame society's preconceptions when it's so common to judge a book by its cover. I've battled many stigmas, trouble past, single mum, challenging children, but multiple dads. Well, it freaking terrified me. I even briefly considered if I should terminate, not to suit my own family's needs, but to fit in with society's expectations. How awful that makes me feel, but I'm so incredibly thankful that my instincts took over. I already had the knowledge that society will judge no matter what we do or how many wrong or right choices we make in this life. I've spent my whole life learning that lesson over and over and over. What ultimately matters is how much we value ourselves. If I was to write a list of the people that I know or know of that would pass judgment on having three children to three dads, I can guarantee you that at least 80% of those people have had more than three sexual partners in their lifetime. A lot more, actually. Put it down to poor choices, choosing to simply live in the moment, or that dating these days is incredibly difficult. It's not that uncommon to have been with more than one person. It doesn't mean they are an awful person or a terrible, terrible parent. It's simply life in... 2020. Oh, there we go. I wrote this two years ago. Of course, in a perfect world, I would love the white picket fence, a husband and a house full of children. It's just not the direction my life took. And I do not feel shame for stepping up to the plate for the little lives that I created. I still cop judgment. My daughter's father loves to throw the insult of having children to more than one dad, seemingly forgetting that he went and had another child when he was sick of his wife. So it's okay for men to father children from multiple mothers then, is it? I've actually had strangers ask all to the same dad, like that's a standard question to ask. Like they have a right to know who put each sperm in my uterus and seen the judgment in their eyes when I reply, no. For many years, I considered lying simply to make them more comfortable with my answer. To this day, I've had friends tell me about someone they claim is a slut. When I ask why, they reply, well, first of all, her kids have different dads. When I remind them I'm in that category, they are quick to attempt to dig themselves out by attempting to say, oh, that's different. No, it's not. Society paints us as cheap women with no morals, having it off with just anyone that looks our way. And that's the general assumption. I'm sure there's women out there that live their life like that. But I know there's also women out there with one child, no children, or dare I say, with husbands and children doing that too. I didn't plan to fall pregnant with my eldest. I met his dad and it didn't work out. My beautiful boy was well and truly growing by the time we split and I carried on with my life. I ended up with my daughter's father and thought I was in love. I tried so hard to make it work. I put up with the daily emotional and verbal abuse. I put up with him sleeping with any woman that looked his way. I put up with him making me feel that I was worthless until one day, one day I decided I deserved better than that and I moved out. He changed his number and he left me to manage my second pregnancy alone. After that, I decided I wouldn't date again. Years passed and I finally felt like maybe I could open my heart once more. I met a guy that I clicked with and we began seeing each other. I made it clear that I didn't want anything with anyone unless they were prepared to do the right thing should we ever fall pregnant. I mean, hello, I'd been burnt before. He said all the right things and I fell hard. Well, at least I thought I did. Looking back now, I realise I fell in love with who he could have been, not who he was. Thinking I knew him, I would have honestly thought we'd finally have the family we had longed for, for many years, but it wasn't to be. He wasn't who I thought he was, and I'm thankful he's out of our lives. So now that leaves me as this judged and hated single mother with society thinking I have no values. There's always more to someone's story, far more than meets the eye. Not every shoe fits, and not every cover has the same content. Surprisingly, 
Adult couples tend to have sexual intercourse. With that comes the chance of pregnancy. None of my children came from flings. Yes, I have made poor choices in my past with the men I have chosen to date. At that time in my life, I was desperate to be loved, looking to nurture my unhealed emotions from previous trauma in all the wrong places. But these children were all created in a moment of love, in a moment with someone who I thought I would share that happy white picket fence family with. If I was to terminate those pregnancies, so many wouldn't even blink an eye. If I had have taken their life to suit mine or someone else's, that would be completely acceptable. Society would give me a big old pat on the back and not think twice about how many penises I've touched. Relationships equals sex. Sex equals babies, if it is what it is. And we need to stop judging women that end up with knobheads who so easily create a life than abandon ship. A woman shouldn't have to give up dating or the hopes of a family to please the masses. In actual fact, I know lots of people that have one baby daddy that's the biggest gronk on earth, and I would sooner choose my story than theirs. So here I am, unapologetically owning my truth, sharing my story, because I am no longer ashamed of it, and truth be told, I would choose an innocent life over the opinion of minions again and again, until I was cruising around in a minibus with my 50 baby daddy strong tribe, and I won't give a crap what anyone else thinks about it. Because this is my story, and I'm loving the pages that I write. I'm grateful for the journey. Climbing these mountains has led me to the most spectacular views, and I wouldn't change it. I'm a great mother, and I will never regret cherishing those little lives and bringing them earthside. If mothers like myself had have adopted children that didn't share the same genetics or decided they want a family and went through IVF, they'd be congratulated for their bravery, celebrated for their selflessness. And whilst we don't want a certificate for having our children, what I would love is to be understood. I hope that be my I hope that by me sharing just a tiny portion of my story, you might look at women in similar situations a little differently and not be so quick to assume the worst of them. I copped a little bit of backlash for that article, but uh, most of it was responded really well, and I'm really thankful for that. And I just I can't understand how we live in today's society and still have this huge judgment around a woman having more than one baby daddy, more than one father to her children. Like I never anticipated this where this is where life would take me. It's not something I sat down as a little girl and thought, oh, you know, I hope that I have several men walk away from my children. I, of course, that I would love them to have the one father and life is perfect and we got along and we had a beautiful, happy relationship. And even if we separated and went our separate ways, they'd, you know, have the one dad and they'd go there and, you know, all be together sharing time with him and then coming home. But life didn't turn out that way because that's, that's the thing. Life doesn't go the way we plan. It doesn't always go the way we anticipate. And sure, my story might be a little bit different to yours, Um, but I'm sure that you've got fucking skeletons in your closet and bullshit that's happened in your life that you wish didn't happen, could have been avoided, or, you know, people might look down on you for having done that or said that or been that or, you know, experienced that. Um, it's just, it's just blows. I just, I can't make sense of it. I can't make sense of how it is such a bad thing. Like really, if I fell pregnant, to everybody that I'd been with, I'd have a hell of a lot more than three baby daddies. Like I'm telling you right now, a fucking lot more. I'd probably have several fucking footy teams and we'd be running the fucking world. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I didn't, I don't. And, you know, these 
these children were, like I said in the blog, they were created in a moment of love and compassion. And in that moment, I thought that I was in a happy, healthy, stable relationship. I don't regret having them. I don't like, should I have had one child that relationship didn't work out and then go and get my tubes tied because God forbid I have another child to another relationship that I enter. And even if I had have gone out, and had 78 gangbangs and one night stands and, you know, ended up with children with different fathers. Like, is that anybody else's place to judge? That doesn't make my children any less worthy of life. It doesn't make me any less of a person. Like we've all had wild shenanigans. Mine in those moments have ended up with children. So, and it's not even actually, if we want to break it down and get specific, it wasn't even in wild, well, Hendrix's. I can tell you the times that I fucking fell pregnant. I know the times that I fell pregnant because I would take care and take caution and we all have whoops-a-daisy moments. Um, and, you know, one night we'd gone home drunk, him, his father and I, and we were carefree in that moment. I know the moment that it fucking happened. When I fell pregnant with Munro's dad, we were in a relationship and then, you know, we sort of went, well, you know, I, I would like another child. And he's like, well, I'm open to it. So let's just see what happens. And I still know the to- the exact time that we did it, that I fell pregnant then. When I fell pregnant with Morrison's dad, that was a complete, I wasn't planning on it. Um, I certainly didn't think that I would be having another child, at least not anytime soon. But I can tell you the moment that we sort of, um, weren't careful it was you know one drunken new year's night where in that moment we're like oh stuff it who cares you know and got carried away and then a pregnancy resulted in that should I have aborted him because then other people on my social media will find me disgusting because I've got three children to three dads like that's that's a gross concept to think of oh oh well if I fall pregnant I'll just terminate because I don't want to have you know, more than one kid to one person. I find that concept to be really strange. And, you know, this is not any shade on anybody, any woman that chooses to have a termination. Like that's your journey, that's your path to take. But it that's it is a gross mindset to sit there and be like, oh, you know, I'll just terminate just so I don't have another child to another dad. And I feel really sad that in my first moments of finding out that I was pregnant, that that's where my head went to. Like, what is society going to think? Because I am becoming a public figure now. What are they going to think of me? And I'm so glad that I was able to step back into my strength and go, fuck what they think of me. Yeah, cool. I've touched more than three dicks, a lot more. Do you want me to fucking sit here and calculate? Like, you know, the the people throwing these judgments, I know damn well, obviously I don't know about everyone and I can't sit there and say that, but I know a fucking shit ton of them have definitely touched a hell of a lot more than three penises or the men that are slinging it. They've, they've touched more than three vaginas. And I never, ever see a man getting so much fucking shade that he's got several children to several mothers. Like, why aren't we judging them? Because that's right. It's a male-ridden society and they get a free pass to everything. Like, I can't, who is it? I think it's Nick Cannon. And he's got so many children to so many mothers And some people will comment on it, but not many, not many, if any, (laughs) that song, Um, if you know, you know, Um, but 
yeah, he's he's gotten away with it for so long. And I think maybe now people say things. I think he's got 11 kids or God knows how many. But at the start when he was having multiple, no one batted an eyelid. Like, whatever. Oh, yeah, he's having another baby. Oh, how exciting. But then a woman has another baby and, oh, my God, another baby daddy. What a dirty whore. Like, fucking grow up. It's We're all barely hanging on to life and we're sitting here fucking throwing shade because someone's fucking touched a few dicks. Like, if that's the worst thing I've done in life, then I think I'm doing pretty fucking well. I really do. I think we need to be throwing a hell of a lot more shade at these men that are fucking leaving and abandoning ships so easily, leaving a woman to then, you know, heal and have another relationship and end up with someone else and have another child to someone else. Like, women... We're born, we are literally biologically designed. This is our fucking purpose is to repopulate, is to have babies. It is in our fucking DNA. It is in our core, our whole essence is to be nurturers and mothers and beautiful. And again, if you are a woman that doesn't want kids, please don't take any offense to that because (laughs) Loki, most days I'm jealous. Um, It's like, but it's in. It's in our genetics. Like that's why we're designed is to grow up, have sex, have babies and die. That's literally what we're here for. And it's, you know, it's in our nature. So of course we're going to want to have another child. Of course we're going to go out and have another child. So why aren't we taking it back and going, why are these men just fucking treating women like shit to the point where they have to leave them or the men's leaving the woman and then she heals and she meets someone else? Like step back. And go, who were these dickheads that left you end up having three kids to three dads? What the fuck is their problem? Why the fuck can't they get their shit together? Like the the big thing slung at me is, oh, she must be the problem. She's obviously the common denominator. Really? Really? I'm so, I'm such an awful person. They, they Well, I was good enough to be in that relationship with that period of time, wasn't I? I was good enough to be having it off with for that time and to keep coming back. Like, if I was such a complete piece of shit psychopath, shouldn't they leave from the first day before it eventuates into anything? Like, the the mistake that I've made, sure, I'm the common denominator, and I wasn't healed, is I mistakenly trusted men that will say anything and do anything to use and abuse women. And, you know, I have been, from a child, I was so neglected of love. I, when you break it down to the nitty gritty, I was never wanted. I was never wanted by a man. That psychologically changes a human being. And you can hate me and judge me all you like, but just imagine for a second that you were created and brought into life not being wanted by a man. My dad was 50 when my mum had me and I you know I love my dad and I have no doubts as time went on you know he grew from his mistakes and he realized that he fucked up and you know this is we're all fucked up humans just trying to get through life but to break it down he didn't want me he he was older Um, my mum already had my sister she's three years older than me and um, he had said to her Jewel I don't want another child if you have another child you are raising her on your own or raising it on your own because I don't want any more kids. I'm done. And my mum pushed and pushed and pushed and he, you know, allowed her to get pregnant. 
um, so she could have a baby because she really wanted another child. <clears throat> and, you know, from, and he, he made no mistakes. He kept to his word when I came along and I grew up as a young child without his love. He was, he was an aggressive man just in a very short temper. Like he wasn't physically aggressive to us. He wasn't, and he was, he was a great father as he got older. Like I love him. He was still an arsehole. But I love him. I speak fondly of him all the time. Like he was, he did the best he could with the knowledge that he had in the era that he grew up in. Um, and it took me a long while to realize that. But, you know, younger, obviously you don't have the capacity to understand that when you are a young child and a young teen and, you know, you haven't been taught all these beautiful life lessons or had anybody explain things like that to you. So, you know, I grew up with his young, as a young child with a dad who wasn't loving to me. He didn't want anything to do with me. I was annoying. I've, I come out, you know, from a young age, I was always outspoken. I've come out, I was always loud. And that's actually the reason why my mum ended up leaving my dad is because she said she didn't want him to break my spirit. She saw him, you know, she saw a change in my older sister and my sister is a lot quieter and she's a lot timid and, you know, she's not as outspoken as I am. And my mum didn't want my dad to break my spirit. So she left him because I've just always been this big, loud, in your face energy, don't care, whatever. So, um, you know, he really didn't, he wasn't okay with me as a child. And even when they split up, you know, he had said, well, you take Sarah and I'll take Jessica, my older sister. So you carry a lot of trauma with you from that, just that in itself. And then my mum, you know, she ended up, well, I don't know if I'm ready to go into that part yet about that. But anyway, after that part, she ended up um, with her, the man that she married, Will, William Noel Vincent Aylward. Yes, I will name him anywhere I can. Um, she got with him and he ended up sexually abusing myself, my sister and other girls. So the first man that really came into my life and paid attention to me and loved me or so I thought loved me and and made me feel seen and heard and special from a man he was being sexual towards me that he was abusing me from a young child so there's that trauma in itself as well that a that a human has to grow through and try and heal and and shift through and naturally and I didn't realize this until my adult years um and even very recently a lot of a lot of moments that I've had epiphanies with things but I associated sex and being intimate with love I associated these men who were so eager and turned on by me I associated with that with love so of course I was going to get swept up and make some poor decisions like I grew up thinking that's what attention is. That's what love is. That's what desire is. That's what makes you special. That's what, you know, makes you stand out. So, you know, I made a lot of mistakes and I presented myself in a way that wasn't okay in uh, for years. And, you know, I met um, Munro's dad and he was an old man, really. Like I was very early 20s. And he was well into his 30s, almost 40, when he met me. And he's, you know, ogling me and 
so just oh so grossly now I can see how gross it was but in that moment like so like just sexual over sexualizing me and fantasizing about me and and because I had associated you know sex with love I'm like oh my god like he really loves he's so turned on by me he wants to be with me well no the reason he is like that is because he has a sex addiction addiction and is quite literally a pervert um and bordering on very very creepy with a lot of the things that he looks at and the age of people that he's looking at um so you know I thought he was so in love with me I didn't realize that it was his dirty sexual desires and there wasn't any love or compassion from him in that moment so I did end up in a shitty relationship I made a mistake and I ended up in a shitty relationship because I wasn't healed I didn't I was still very much in the victim mindset and I didn't understand things and um you know when I met Morrison's dad I still wasn't completely healed I thought that I was healed I thought that I'd done a lot of work but I was still very much like oh my god like look how interested he is look how turned on he is by me I was still associating that sexual factor with love and it has only been in the last few years that I've been able to step away from that and go holy fuck like obviously I knew these were toxic relationships obviously I knew these men didn't actually love me and nothing was going to eventuate and you know they have their own issues but it was only in my later years that I've gone I could see how I put myself in those positions and I made those decisions and you know I'm not saying oh poor me you know get out the violin but we can't criticize or throw shade at a young woman who made mistakes because she literally knew no better no one come in and taught her this no one came in and said, you're deserving, you are worthy, you are, you know, lovable. No one come in and said that. No one, ever. I've only had to do all this self-healing myself as an, adult, as an adult. And, you know, maybe you can't relate because maybe your dad actually fucking wanted you. Maybe you were loved. Maybe you were welcomed into this world. But throw some compassion for the people that weren't, that have had some really horrific trauma and just didn't know how to fucking deal with it. And I know there are so many people out there that sit on their pedestals and they go, well, I went through, I was sexually abused and I did this and I didn't do that. Okay, well, good for you. Amazing. I'm really glad that you didn't make a lot of mistakes in your life. Like I'm genuinely really glad that it didn't fucking damage you in that way. But for so many people, it does. It changes their brain function. It changes their outlook on life. It changes the decisions they make. It changes so many parts of their life. And some people don't know any better and can't do any better until they're taught and shown and guided. And I've had to guide myself to this place. And by guide, you know, you know, I had to make those mistakes to guide myself to this place. I wouldn't have got here if I didn't make those fucking mistakes and be able to reflect back on that. And, you know, I try and take that as a lesson now that, okay, that was a horrible place to be in and get to but hopefully I can teach my children better now. I can have these conversations with my children and I can, you know, explain things. And, you know, hopefully Munro, I can, as she gets bigger, obviously she's too young. She's only 10. I'm not going to talk to her about the sexual side of things. But when she's older, I can have those conversations. I've had that realization and hopefully I can break, you know, the chain and she doesn't look for comfort in men because she doesn't have her own dad. Like, I don't know, this is just going off into a ramble, but it's just such a messy topic and it just 
is so mind-blowing to me that people will judge so harshly on things like that. I like I and I just the the um the braveness that they have when so many people are like, "Oh, are they all of the same dad?" Like I know damn well if a guy was at a park with three kids, no one would go up to him and go, "Are they all to the same mother?" No one would do that. They'd be like, "Wow, what a great dad at the park with his kids." But people are brave enough to say it to me, to my face, not just online, literally to my face. Are they all the same dad? Like, why does that even matter? Why does it matter? What should matter is, is she a good mother? Is she a good mother? Then cool. Who cares if she's got 78 children to 78 dads? I am loving every single one of my children. I'm loving each of them. I'm nurturing them. I'm trying to support them with all their challenges. I'm trying to you know, really focus on all of their interests and loves to help them grow and blossom and do, you know, whatever it is they want in life. Like I move heaven and hell to give my kids the world. I try my best to make sure, you know, Munro wants to dance. I do my best to make sure that she can dance six days a week and have private lessons and seek out other private lessons and, you know, do solos and you know, look up training on YouTube and whatever I can do to support her. And, you know, Hendrix has his issues. So I'm looking at everything I can do to help him and get him into karate and back in a dance and, you know, try and get him journaling. And, you know, Morrison's, I'm trying to find him activities that'll burn off all his energy because he's just a ball of energy all the time. Like I do so much for my kids and that seems to fall. I don't, I don't do it for recognition. I don't do it for a big pat on the back or a praise like I'm their mother that's my job right that's my job literally that is my job I have those kids but why do people fail to acknowledge that part they can sit there and they can throw all the shade at you but they can't acknowledge the beautiful things that you do the incredible things that you do the, the good job that you're doing raising those kids on your own while those men go off and have multiple mothers you know uh, Munro's dad, he has his wife, she's got two kids. So he's got two, he's got three kids to two women. Morrison's dad has three kids to two women so far. Who knows how many more he'll have. Hendrix's dad, who knows? I don't even know if he's got other children. He's in his case, after I fell pregnant, he ended up with testicular cancer. His father told me he ended up with testicular cancer. And so he froze his sperm because maybe he'll want kids one day. So, you know, at the bare minimum, if he has those kids, he's going to have, you know, kids to two women, potentially more as well. Who knows? But no one's throwing shade at them. They're just going, oh, oh, you know, oh, these good men, these amazing men that aren't in the picture doing their fucking job. And, you know, God, I can't even imagine um, society's response or reaction if I turned around and had another one. And that makes me really sad because I would have loved another child. I would have loved to have another baby. And it makes me sad that that would have been so, you know, hated, condemned, judged, you know. But anyway, it is what it is. We're here now. um, But I hope for some people that may have had a different mindset will listen and go, oh, and change their tune a little bit. Um, And for the women that have, you know, multiple baby daddies um I hope if you've felt any shame you can you know release some of that shame in hearing that you know you're not a bad person because you believed somebody cared about you and you had a relationship and it didn't work out and then you had another relationship that doesn't make you a bad person 
And you're not even a bad person if you went out and you got pregnant one night and then you went out a few weeks later and got pregnant again. Like that does not make you a bad person. And I, in fact, I, I have had that happen. After I had, so the in-between Munro and Morrison, I, had, I did fall pregnant to somebody else. I did. And I don't even know if I've made this public yet. I don't know if I've shared it at all. So um, I went out, I was working and I went out one night with my boss and um, some of the Pratt girls that were there. And there was a guy that my boss knew that he'd come along and we got drunk. We got massively drunk. And the next morning um, we hooked up and um, we just, we didn't use protection. It was just in the heat of the moment. And um, yeah, I found out I was pregnant and I was terrified. And this was when, this is when Munro's skin was a lot worse than what it was. And she was still really unwell all the time and in hospital all the time. And I just broke down because this guy, he'd already shown like a lot of signs of aggression and he wasn't a nice person at all. He really, really wasn't. And I was terrified. Um, and I just did not think that I could cope with, um, him as a father for the child because he was so aggressive and I didn't think I could cope with Munro being in and out of hospital all the time and we were so unsure with what was happening with her skin and what we were doing and I had a termination and it eats me alive it fucking eats me alive but I know I know that would have been a really bad decision for me in that time um but yeah you know these things happen so even if you have gone out and you've had you know a fling and it's resulted in that and maybe you haven't terminated the pregnancy, that doesn't make you a bad person. You went out, you had sex, a baby came from that because, like I said, sex equals babies. Um, yeah, it just, it's life. It's life and it's not always as black and white as we'd like it to be. It's a fucking watercolour of fucking colours thrown onto a fucking, I don't even know what. <laughs> I'm so tired, I'm losing words. Um canvas there you go somebody's thrown a handful of fucking colors and chucked it on a canvas and that is what life is it's not clean it's not organized it's not neatly painted it doesn't align the way we want it to and maybe like I said maybe your life hasn't journeyed that you've had several children to several dads but I'm sure there's been shit in your life that you didn't anticipate that you didn't plan that maybe you're not so proud of, that maybe isn't your greatest moment. Fuck, I know there's at least one for the people throwing judgment. Maybe your life has been so amazing and you got your shit together and you got married and you had kids to the one person and you bought a house and you've got a business and you're fucking just the best person in the whole entire world. But if you're throwing judgment and throwing out, uh, fucking three kids to three dads, then there's your fault. Go and do some work on that because you're a bully piece of shit. So you're actually not that great. Thanks for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> As always, but yeah. Anyway, um, I'm so tired, so I'm just going to leave it there. Like I said, this was going to be a short one tonight. Um, and I just, I want to dive in and touch on the things that I've spoken about before and um, also touch on new things. So um, I will make sure that I put a trigger warning on um, on this post because obviously we touched briefly on termination and I know that can be really trigger triggering for some women. Um, but yeah, I, I hope if you have a similar story, um, you know, more than one baby daddy, you really aren't carrying around that guilt and that shame because there's nothing to be ashamed of, not 
one of us is perfect, not one of us. And we need to show a little bit more compassion and empathy for people that are stumbling in life and, you know, just getting through. But fuck, let's start patting the women on the back that have gone, fuck it, I'm stepping up to responsibility. Like I think it's more irresponsible to go out, get pregnant and just terminate every time that you get pregnant because, oh, fuck, don't want more than one baby daddy or, you know, can't do that. Like commend those women for stepping up to the responsibility. A baby came. We didn't always anticipate it or plan it. It's here now and we're stepping up to the responsibility and we're taking care of this child. That's the thing that should be acknowledged from it. So anyway, thank you again for listening. Make sure you do hit subscribe. Make sure you are following my other socials. Um, I will get a better episode to to you next week. Um, I have something in mind that I want to do. So hopefully the universe aligns and allows that episode to come out. But anyway, once again, I'm truly grateful for the support that everybody has shown on these podcasts. I'm truly thankful for the messages. I know I don't always get back to everyone, um, but I'm very, very thankful for the messages that come in thanking me for speaking on things and acknowledging me. And um, during the holidays, one of my goals is to try and catch up on some of those messages. So um, stay tuned if you have sent a message. Um, But yeah, thank you all. I, yeah, I really appreciate it. And I'm excited to keep sharing on this journey and purging a little bit more with you guys and sharing even more about who I am and life and touching on some different types of subjects, but have a beautiful whatever. (laughs) I often forget that sometimes people will listen to this at different hours of the day. So have a good night, morning, evening, afternoon, whatever it is. If you're listening to this in the lead up to Christmas, good luck. I hope you're hanging in there. It is fucking hectic right now. Um, It's a brutal time. I've still got so much shopping to do and I want to vomit. Um, If you're listening to it after Christmas, I hope you had an amazing Christmas anyway. So I will talk to you all soon. Stay tuned next week. Make sure you are subscribed so you can get notified when the new episode drops. See you guys. Thank you all for listening to my podcast. Make sure you are following all of my socials. We've got Instagram with Sarah Mills underscore amongst the stars. TikTok is Sarah Mills underscore ATS1 for now. Who knows until we get that one banned. YouTube is probably Sarah Mills amongst the stars as well. I don't know. Find a link tree. They'll all be in there. Thanks, guys.